next to you. Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh -huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing yeah, with the yeah, Wizards. Yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the Cats, how rest can turn them boys to winners. Uh -huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we can't toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations is normally what Nathan would say if he was here, but he's not. So what's up, everybody? I am Trevor. I'm here with my other co-host, Stoner. What's happening, Stoner? Trev, how you doing? You doing all right? You hanging in there? You're not, you're I'm not, hanging. You're not feeling I'm the nerves? Little, you're all I'm good? Little, oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I got butterflies a little bit. I'm taking over the show right now until Nathan joins us. He's running late. You know, life happens. Things are different here. Um, new host. I'm drinking Fanta instead of Fresca. Um, so it's going to be crazy. That's but we've got a great, yeah, that is an upset. We got a great show for you guys tonight. We've got uh, Ryan Sullivan joining us live around 7.15 from the 585 report covering the Buffalo Bills to get us ready for our AFC matchup Sunday. It's going to be a doozy. Stoner, how you feel about that? You looking forward to that? Yeah, you know, I am looking forward to it because both teams have kind of been disappointing, even mm -hmm. though they're both one and one. They've both mm -hmm. been a little bit disappointing to high hopes on on both sides so right. this is a it's a big game for both teams you do not want to go one and two to start no, your you season don't. no and, and buffalo's in the same boat so that's going to be quite the interesting matchup when you've got um a quarterback like they have a dynamic quarterback like they have and supposedly a dynamic defense that we have so I'm going to ask you another question. What do you think is the X factor going to be in this game to determine who, who wins? Wow, the X factor. The X yeah. factor is... Penalties is, or what? No, I think the X factor is going to be, is Taylor Heineke the real deal? Mm -hmm. Right? So is he mm -hmm. going to be the Taylor Heineke that, let's be honest here, for four games in a Washington uniform has been great? Right? Is he going to be that yeah. guy? Or is he going to be the guy that we're going to continuously say, well, he was undrafted for a reason. He was taking math classes for a reason. Mm -hmm. He was not on a team. He was a backup in the, what was it, the XFL or the AAF, yeah, whatever it was. XFL. He was a backup there. Yep. He couldn't even beat out a guy there. So that's the X factor. Will Taylor Heineke play well? What do you think is the X factor? I'm going to go opposite with you. Um, I'm going to go defensive line and defense in general. Um, we're going up, uh, we had Justin Herbert, who's a very, very good quarterback. We slouched off and played against Daniel Jones, who's not considered a great quarterback, but he is when he plays against us. So he's great. And now we're heading back up to AFC again with, um, and, and, uh, super, I mean, I'm sorry, an, M an MVP favorite, Josh Allen. Yeah. So it's going to be a true test to see if we can get after him and disrupt him and slow down that high caliber offense they have with Stefan Diggs as well. And Dawson Knox and. Cole Beasley. Uh, Cole Beasley. Whoever, Singletary he's a top as a running back. player. Yeah, I don't know how, but <laughs> hey, he's yeah. on there for a reason, right? So that's going to be my X factor. Can the defense respond to a high-powered offense to show the league that we belong with the big yeah. boys? Yeah, that's fair. And and then who's the real Josh Allen? For his first mm -hmm. year, he was very erratic. He couldn't, he he couldn't, he didn't have a high percentage of completions. And then last year he he blows up. He throws for like seventy two percent of his passes, whatever it was. He was an MVP candidate. He took this team deep into the playoffs. And then this year it seems like he has regressed a little bit. 
It's only two games. Let's not get carried away with that. Right. But which is the real Jared Allen that's going to show up? And the scary part is, what did we see all game against the Giants We that killed us? Was oh. the RPO. All right? day. Yep. All day. What does Josh Allen do well? RPO. RPO. He gets out on the edge. He can mm-hmm. sling it on the run. He's fast. He's strong. And he can take He's a hit. Big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that that concerns me. But the great thing about football, the great thing about sports, is that the other team has professionals too. They have yeah. coaches too. And they're going to prepare all week for Josh Allen and that high-powered offense. Are they going to prepare prepare properly? Or That's the are question. the Bills – Yeah, you know what? What are the Bills going to do? Are the Bills going to say – well, look, they think we're going to do RPO, so let's not do any RPO. And then our defense is designed to stop the RPO, and then all they're doing <laughs> is chucking it downfield. <sighs> it's a chess so match. It's across the middle. It is a chess yeah. match. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm looking forward to hear what Ryan has to say about the uh, Buffalo Bills as well and what he has to say about our organization up here in Ashburn, Field, Ashburn Virginia. So yeah. um, where is Nathan? This hosting where? thing is making me stutter, and I'm nervous and stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you had, I, I laughed. I was saying before the show, uh, hey, look, there's Nathan <laughs> popping in just like Wait that. Wait a minute. He's backstage. Let's, not, hey, no, yeah, let's just yeah. leave him there for a little yeah, while. Yeah, what were you saying? Go, continue. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue. So you were <clears> talking, <throat> I was saying earlier that it would have been funny if if you got on the air and you got so nervous that you just started throwing up right on air. <laughs> I mean, like the as you're saying that, I was literally, I promise you, I was like, what if I was just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Right, that'd be great. Place. Well, without right. further ado, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we'll give you Nathan Perry. Bum, What's bum, up? Bum, bum. <laughs> hey, we do, here's something we don't know how to do. We don't know how to like move everybody around. How did yeah, you do there that? There we go. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm. How you did know, you do I, I want to stay useful to the sh- you know to the show, so I'm not going to let you know how to do it. So that way, you know, I'm not entirely replaceable. <laughs> That's so. right. But you, you know what? Teach us everything that we know, but just not everything that you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. And judge, judging by your hair on top of your head, it must be really wet outside. It Is was raining. Nothing? It was raining. And then... Uh, or you're yeah. sweating from rustling to get on here in time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you can tell... You can. T- I'm not even fully, like, de-garbed yet. So I was like, I put on... I, I just... I pulled on the biggest shirt I got, which there is you uh, go. LeVar Arrington. Old school jersey right. and was just like, gotta get on the show, guys. All right. So, Nathan, what you've missed so far is pretty much just our opinions. I asked Stoner, the X Factor for the game on Sunday. Um, Where'd he go? Uh oh, we lost him. <laughs> and you and I are swapped again, and I don't know how to fix that. That <laughs> could be fun. a that could be a storm thing though as well. Uh, because yeah, I think he's back. There he is. Okay, so yeah. Nathan, as we were saying, <laughs> um, I just quickly asked uh, Stoner. We discussed X factors for the game on Sunday in order for each team to win. You have any thoughts on that quickly before we uh, are joined? Um, yeah. So I would have to say it's the X factor I would, I'd, I'd put out there is I, I need to, I need Kendall Fuller to, to be mm. the X factor. Mm-hmm. So I think William Jackson has played fairly well. I mean, he got called out by Pac-Man, uh, but <laughs> uh, I think that he's, he's played pretty well. Kendall Fuller has been kind of the, a, a target of ire for a few fans and some, uh, some others as well. But uh, I think that if he plays well, then the pat that means that the pass defense is doing its job against Josh Allen. Uh, so I'd put him as an X factor for Washington, and then for um, for the Bills, the next factor for them is just 
you know, that their defensive line, the the edge rusher out there on the on the uh, uh, whoever's lined up across from Cosme, keep mm-hmm. him uncomfortable uh, and keep you know Taylor g- grounded is is going to be the X factor for them because if they let Taylor or Heineke you know, loose, then they're going to have some issues. And, and I think Washington can put some points up unlike Miami oh, the week prior. Yeah. But you know, you know, what's going to make Kendall Fuller play well. What? If Chase Young plays well. Yeah. If it all Montez starts up front. Sweat plays well. In the trenches. Right? You're right. If Montez Sweat's been play playing well. well. He he's been okay. He's got, he's got a five game sack streak going. Baldy went on somebody's podcast and said, uh, Brian Baldinger, you know, Baldinger. Yeah, sure. He said Montez Sweat was our uh, best defensive lineman right now. Not named Jonathan Allen. Yeah, not named Jonathan Allen. He said Montez (laughs) Sweat was. So, well, and that, and that's fair, but it's only two games. We, we tend, Mm -hmm. we are prisoners of the moment, right? We Mm -hmm. see what we Mm -hmm. see happen and we want to make these big grand statements about things. But, uh, I think Montez has been pretty good. Chase has been okay, but Chase Young is not supposed to be okay. No, he's supposed generational to be talent is what we. He's supposed to be time. making impactful plays every game. Not mm-hmm. you, people are killing him, and then his apologists come on and start talking about. Well, yeah, but he did have a couple of pressures, and he played the run game pretty well in a few plays. I don't care. You're, <laughs> you're the number two pick. You're the Smoke. face of this franchise. You are. You are Smoking. supposed to be making impactful plays every game, and that's what we expect. And so Ooh. if he plays better, Kendall Fuller play better, like you said, Nathan. If if Kendall Fuller plays a little bit better, then maybe Chase will play a little bit better because he can cover longer, and that means Josh Allen's got to hold it a little bit longer. It's a whole team thing. It's, it's and, that way every game. And I just want to see our defense actually be on the same page because I believe we have – the athletes in every position on the defense 100%. side of the ball to be a great defense. If we just can get our communication and our continuity down, that is just like, I think one of the biggest reasons why our defense is so bad. Not that we have bad position players, but it's just the communication is not there. Hey, Nathan, while you were gone, I did not promote any of our stuff. So you want to go ahead and do that for us too as well? Oh yeah. We did kind of forget <laughs> to promote all of them. Absolutely. I was nervous, so man. we appreciate all those who entered. I see we got a lot of people who, who took a guess at our, our trivia. Uh, looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to keep that up. Uh, so appreciate those who did that. But we do stream live uh, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And that's going to be on our YouTube, our Twitter, and Facebook channels. You can catch us there. And if you interact with us live, we like to show it up there, show your comments up there. Like we just had Jesse, uh, mm-hmm. who is watching on our YouTube channel, his comment up there about everyone not named John Allen isn't living up to their own hype, which I agree. Uh, and then we can be, we're out there on every podcast platform too. So you can catch us on Spotify, Apple. Uh, let's see, Google and Amazon are the other ones that are out there. So if you like the audio format, we got you covered there as well. We put those out as soon as we're finished. So you can catch us just after our live show. But we love live streaming. Uh, so we do this again every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, so we did have ready? some guesses for our trivia. We, we had Ryan Lerman from uh, who's watching us live on Facebook. Yeah, I was messaging with him on Facebook earlier. Glad yep. to see that Very he threw nice. a guess in. Yep, he said September 12th, 2007. I don't know that Trev and Nathan were alive yet in 2007. 
So uh, I'm not I sure was that definitely that, alive, okay. bro. That wasn't that long ago. All right, <laughs> you're not that old, Stone. All right, yeah, my bad. Um, let's see. And then we had Jess Martin said May 16th, 2021. Good guess. Not quite there. Not quite Don't, there. I mean, but at some we point, can't, we can't go to wake. Can't go to wake. Because some we, can't give it away. At what point do we announce the? Uh, the actual date. Well, you guys were supposed to give all that information. So, yeah, I, prior, yeah, so prior. It's, no, it's we didn't. know all the no, all the answers will be submitted, and the ones that are right will be selected into a raffle. So the ones that are right will just be the ones that are right. And if well, yeah, but we got to tell, we got to let them know. We will. We will. We'll right. follow, follow us. Follow okay. us on yeah. our Twitter, and we'll put <laughs> out the correct answer. <laughs> they just gonna kill us, bro. Okay, so we're gonna do <laughs> this right because be, because. <laughs> For our audio listeners, you're yeah. not going to have seen the trivia question, right? So, uh, and we, that part gets cut out. So, just to let our audio listeners uh, know, yeah. what happens now is what what we do for our live shows <laughs> is we have a two minute countdown. It used to be one minute uh, before, then it was five, but that's not here nor there. Now it's two minutes, and we're going to put up a trivia question, and we'll kind of have some banter back and forth. This week's trivia question is when did Ref the District start? Now, this will be the only Ref the District centric one, okay? Oh, uh, that's what you, that, okay. I prefer that this would be the, this this was just to kick it off. So yeah. that's the that's that's what it's guessing. But if you guess correctly, yeah. if you're watching the live stream and you guess correctly prior to us getting to the game, right? So we we do these shows in three segments. <laughs> we have the warm-up, the game, and we have the cooldown because the guys have convinced me to change it, the post game to the cooldown. Yeah. So we have the, those three segments. If you get the answer in the comment section prior to the game starting, uh-huh. then you'll be entered in for a monthly basket, which will be some ref the district gear. As we get going and we get more popular, I have no problem throwing in some sports items from, uh, from uh, afar. If we end up getting some sponsorships, we'll throw some of that stuff in there as well. Um, but we just wanted to give back to you guys, have something fun. we do the countdown because it gives people time to jump on. So we're just doing something for you guys to join us and have, uh, have a good time with that. So Again, that was our question. I'm going to give you one more chance to put in your correct answer. And I think oh, so yeah, I'm nice. not sure what they talked about as far as kind of giving <laughs> some workarounds as far as what it is. But uh, I'll tell you this. Our Facebook didn't start until well afterwards. So don't go off of our Facebook. We started mm. out on YouTube. I'll be that'll be your hint there That's so a nice in, case, hint. in case you needed to. So um Gonna nice. go, we got a great show for you guys because we got uh, we got uh, uh, you know bills coming up and we got our bills representative from the five eight five. Yep, five eight five sports. Five eight five. Ryan sports. Sullivan. So Ryan Sullivan. In fact, yep. I think it's time to bring him up. So if you haven't gotten your answer in uh, by now. Hey, there's always next week. So we'll have one more <laughs> trivia question for you next week. Let's go ahead and get Ryan added to our stream. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us. Ryan, how's it, what's how's up, man? It go, how's it going, gentlemen? We are good this evening. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. Can't complain. Uh, excited to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, how's the weather up there right now currently? It's right now. So I live in Connecticut. I, I moved out of Western New York a couple years ago because my fiance took a job. So it's uh, it's a, it was a little rainy today, kind of sticky, and uh, I also went for a run before this. So that's why my hair kind of looks like. There we go. We're matching. Like We're crap. matching a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you? Fall. How are you? I love. I gotta tell you, how's the weather? I see, are you guys all down in the DMV area? 
Yeah, it's storming like crazy here right yeah, now. For it me it looked Virginia. nasty on my drive back uh, from the from the office today. Yeah, All it's, right, Ryan, it's nasty so weather. We're just going to ask you a few questions, get a little insight on your organization. We don't want to give away too many secrets, either one for either team, so <laughs> it won't be too long. But uh, I'm going to start it off. Uh, thanks for coming on. My first question is, for those of us in the NFC East and in the NFC as a whole, who are the Buffalo Bills this year? I mean, this year they're a team with Super Bowl aspirations. They were a game away from going to the Super Bowl last year. They had a lead in the AFC Championship game last year, and they had a quarterback that was second in MVP voting last year. This is a team that has stated their goals, have been picked by national media to be Super Bowl contenders. Mm -hmm. Now, the first two games this year, it's a little bit of anxiety right now, right, in the fan base. The first game against the Steelers was just kind of an ugly game. The, the Pittsburgh pass rush just manhandled this line all day. The, if there's a weakness in this offense, it, it's the interior offensive line with John Feliciano and Cam Hayward just took his lunch money. Chris Jones has taken his <laughs> lunch money in the past. He's just the weak link. So, you know, I know we, we, we had uh, Parker Hamlet on from Sideline Sports mm-hmm. on our show last night. Shout and out to pa- Parker. Yeah, Parker. And uh, he said, and you guys touched on the same thing as, as I was listening to you guys talking about that defensive line. You know, this is a chance for maybe your defensive line to get right because if there's a weakness, it's just the way that this Bills offensive line has been playing. Um, Josh Allen got played God tier football last year and has mm-hmm. gotten off to a slow start. He's not hitting a lot of the same throws that he was hitting last year. He's not hitting a lot. He's not making some of the plays that we really became accustomed to him making. And depending who you ask, there's different levels of concern. I think it's just an early season kind of slump mm-hmm. that he's in. Last year, he kind of had a rough stretch for two or three games. And I think if this stretch came later in the year, it's a different story. But because we started the year like this, it's a little bit more concern. And then the deep, the, this defense has taken a step back up to what it was in 2019. I know we played you guys in 2019, so you kind of had a firsthand you have that defense in that whatever week game it was when, when Haskins made one of his first starts. Hmm. And we don't talk about him here, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this defense really surprisingly is the bright spot on this team right now. Everyone on this defense is just playing super, super, super high level football Dang. right now. You guys hear uh, that? <laughs> no, no. I wish we could yeah. say that. It's uh, you know, we we have first round pick Greg Rousseau who took first mm-hmm. who took first team snaps last week, who everyone thought was going to be a guy who needed time to develop and has come through and had two sacks last week. AJ Epinesa, mm-hmm. our second round pick from last yeah, year, nasty. put only had twenty like twenty four or thirty eight snaps, something like that last week, and put up eight pressures. Mm. And every- I don't. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. And- okay. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. You have a good night, man. <laughs> and- I'm putting some scare in here. And even even guys like you know you you probably saw him in the and in the in the Baltimore game. Teron Johnson, the guy who had that pick six, is mm. is out of contract year and he's playing contract year level football in the way he's playing. It's just it's been some of it's been the fact that they played Ben and they played Jacoby Brissett and those teams, but everything is finally coming along for this defense and hopefully hitting their stride that, you know, I think a lot of people were hoping they'd hit last year. Well, they, we had that elite offense and was kind of lacking a bit and kind of what kept us out from going from the Super Bowl. Well, let me ask you this, Ryan. So you talked about Josh Allen's struggles a little bit this year, last year, second in the MVP voting. Who is the real 
in your mind, who's the real Josh Allen? Is it last year's MVP guy or the previous year, maybe not the previous, maybe the year before that when he wasn't, you know, the guy he is now. So where do you think, is he somewhere in between or is he just going through a little slump now and he's going to be that guy, that MVP caliber player? I think it's a slump. You know, you're not always going to be, you know, it, I think it was unrealistic to say he's going to be an MVP quarterback every single year mm-hmm. of this contract. But I think he's a high level quarterback. I think he's a top five quarterback, top 10 quarterback. And I think this is a slump. He can do, you know, even throughout this slump, he's making crazy throws. He's doing a lot. He's still hitting those throws. He's just not hitting them at the same rate. You go to that Steelers game, he has just a super low percentage throw to Gabe Davis in the back of the end zone. He hits. Uh, you know, you see the improv play to Stefan Diggs in the Miami game last week where he holds onto the ball to the last second and throws halfway across his body into the end zone. So he still has those abilities. He He's a super, super tough guy to bring down. So the nice thing kind of about having Josh Allen as your quarterback is even if he, he's not hitting all the throws, even if he's not quite uh, playing up to his ability, he's still, still going to have the things that are going to kind of keep his floor elevated to just being able to escape the pocket, being able to you know, just hold onto the ball. He's a, just a super tough guy to bring down. You know, there's multiple mm-hmm. times a game where he's just stiff arming defensive linemen. And, you know, I, I, I think he finds it. I, I don't know if this week will be the week that he finds it, but I, I think he'll, he'll find it. And I, I think he'll be fine. I think there's a lot of concern in Bill's Mafia, but I'm, personally, I, I think he'll – I'll hit a stride again in, in no time. Okay. All right. So you mentioned a few names there, and we obviously we know Josh Allen here in Washington. Uh, what's another name that Washington fans might not be familiar with that we're, that they're going to be very familiar with come Sunday? Someone you might not be familiar with. Um, I'm going to say Matt Milano. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of – he has been a very good linebacker for this team for four years now. He's a, he was in McDermott's very first draft class, and he's never been a pro bowler. He struggled with injuries last year, but he got paid this year, and he is pay, playing like he got paid. He's super rangy. The dude can can lay the wood with the best of them. He can cover tight ends. He can cover. He can do. He you'll see him rush the passer, and you know Leslie Frazier just uses him in a ton of super unique ways and the bills seem to be blitzing a little bit more this year. So he's a guy you might see in the backfield and you know, they, they they've done a kind of a lot of simulated pressure where they're dropping the defensive end and they're, they're rushing their linebacker. So he's a guy who's just been all over the place this year. And he's been, you know, I know we take PFF with a grain of salt, but he's been one of the highest graded PFF players in the league this year. So Matt Milano, a guy who hasn't gotten a ton of national praise over the last few years, but is paying super, super high level football right now. All right, so another question for you, Ryan. So what's the view of Washington football team as an organization, not only as a football team, but as a franchise organization in the AFC conference in the NFL? You know, I look at them and, and look at them and I think there's the way they built themselves is a lot like Buffalo. They mm-hmm. put a lot of talent on this team and they they invested in the interior. You guys got what should be a really good defensive line. You have the best offensive line the Bills have played this year. You have some you have playmakers now in Scary Terry and Logan Thomas who Bills fans are fairly very familiar with and uh, Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick and so you guys have built a lot of talent 
around so that you don't necessarily need high level quarterback play to be successful. You know that, you know, you look at that 2019 team, the first Hmm. Bills team that really got into the playoffs on the road merit, Josh Allen's second year in the league. And Josh Allen wasn't a great, he was a bottom third quarterback that year Mm -hmm. because that team was so talented around him and that defense was so stout around him. They brought him in. So I think this is a team that, you know, I, I don't know where you guys are on Tyler Hennicky right now. I don't think he's he's a franchise quarterback, but he can probably play at high enough level like the 2019 Bills that he can win you some games, especially in a conference that isn't weak. And when you guys finally hit on that franchise quarterback, you guys are going to really be a a dangerous team in the NFC. Okay, so we can't we can't let you go without asking the question that everybody asks every Bills fan ever. Which is how many tables have you broken <laughs> yourself? So how I, so it's a relative. So the table thing is a relatively new thing. So I'm 26. I was say, yeah, where did that start? Yeah. I don't. I don't even know where. You know, I, I think there's always been crazy stuff that happens in the Bills parking lot. So my parents started getting me Bills season tickets about 12 years ago, and then I went to college, came back, lived in lived in Rochester for a couple of years, which is about an hour from Buffalo. And, you know, I went to games and that's when all that stuff kind of picked up. And it's funny because for a while, the Bills wanted to not be associated with table breaking. Yeah. And the cops would would track you down if they saw videos of it. Now they've kind of leaned into it. And I've seen I've <laughs> seen it. And you see, I've never luckily I mean, I've never broken a table before, but uh, yet it's not, not yet, but it's on my bucket list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my my go. question to you right now is what are the chances that we see a rematch of the last time our two teams met in the Super Bowl. Oh, you know, you, you guys have that type of, you guys have the ability to have that type of defense. I think that, you know, you look at some of these teams throughout history that have kind of gone on runs behind good defenses. And I know your defensive line hasn't lived up to that, lived up to that, um, the, their, their hype yet, but mm-hmm. they have every ability to chase young is, is an alien. Montez Sweat is, you know, an athletic freak. Jonathan Allen, anytime you have a guy who can create interior pressure like that can cause problems and carry you deep. So, you know, I think you guys are really a team where if you get in, I mean, you guys gave Tampa a run for their money last year in that game, and you gave them everything you could. So I really think you guys have the ability to, if you get in and your defense gets hot and Heineke or Fitzpatrick, whoever you have at the time, just catches fire at the right time. Because I think, you know, I I think it's very – uh, fitting that Heineke comes in because I think it's very similar to Fitzpatrick that you know he's not the most uber talented guy but man is he gonna is he gonna try and he's good is he gonna try all the throws for for right or wrong mm-hmm. and you know if you can catch lightning at the right time I really think you guys can make a run and you know it might take things falling you know in a guy getting hurt here for another team but I think you know it, it's not the craziest thing in the world well full disclosure um I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl, and I picked Josh Allen to win MVP. Now, it's not really going out on a limb, figure, considering what happened last year, but I don't know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there. I don't see very many very many scenarios where Washington beats Buffalo this Sunday. What would you What would you say is your prediction for the game? Here so, we go. Like I said, John, if you look at how teams get upset, you look at how teams kind of beat teams they shouldn't or just kind of get to good quarterbacks, it's interior pressure. 
John Feliciano on this offensive line for Buffalo is a liability this year. And he's been tossed around by multiple good defensive tackles. So you look at a situation where if Jonathan Allen can get going and uh, Chase Young can finally, you know, get it going and you can get Josh Allen running around. I think that's the story. You talk about the story of how it would be an upset. That's where it is. Mm-hmm. Now I looked at the line and I think last time I looked, I've seen it move. I think it's at minus seven and a half minus eight, whatever it is. I think that I think Washington covers, I think Buffalo wins 27-20, but I think Washington has a team and a defense. And, and like, you guys are well-coached, too. Like, I don't think it's talked about enough. You guys, by far, have the best coach in the NFC East. And it. Mm-hmm. so I, I think they keep it close, but I just think, you know, you look, you look, you know, you line up talent to talent on this team, and I just think Washington's a little bit of a tier below. Uh, and, you know, maybe just everything but defensive line and offensive line on this team. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Where can our listeners check out more of your content? You can find, so you can follow me. You can see my uh, Twitter uh, on the screen there at sports rock two. You can find our show at Buffalo at, uh, or excuse me, at five, eight, five report. We drop every Wednesday on audio. And then we drop on the Buffalo fanatics YouTube page again on Saturday, the same show re airs on there. And uh, just check Buffalo Fanatics has a ton of great live shows every day of the week. We do a pregame tailgate show and we do a postgame show with Rico and just ton of great live content throughout the week. So check out Buffalo Fanatic, check out 585 Report. And, you know, thank you guys so much for having me on. I was looking forward to this. This was a lot of fun. And uh, (laughs) I met a couple of different guys, people in, in the Washington football team uh circle this year this uh this weekend then you guys are awesome i got a lot of love for the for the dmv uh i was kind of my fiance is a uh as a jmu alumni so we were kind of heartbroken okay. when That's when JMU. jimmy Mor- when jimmy moreland got, <laughs> no, cut. When he got cut. People's we all were yeah. <laughs> but, right. but, but thank you guys for having me on this was awesome yeah, right. man. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate it. you, Thanks Ryan. Thanks again to Ryan from the 525 Podcast. 585. 585. <laughs> Apologize. My bad. 585 <laughs> Podcast. All right. Thank you, Ryan. See you, Ryan. Right, Ryan. All right. Guys, you know, you heard it. You guys, did, did any of what Ryan talked about change your mind about the game? He actually kind of got me a little hype about our defense a little bit. <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know. I mean, he, he called out Feliciano. He said liability this season. Yeah. He, so, he, Jonathan he, Allen, if you're listening, your recipe to eat is right there. There's quite a few fans uh, that are thinking this is a trap game for Buffalo. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I mean, they just shut out Miami. Who Miami is a good team. You know, or uh, was was a good team last year, seen as a decent team. They shut them out. Come on, you shut out any team, and it's that's it's right. A pretty, any it's team, a, any team is seen as a good thing. And now you're going up against Washington. <laughs> Taylor Heineke still a relative unknown. You got a defensive line who's not living up to its hype. But if you're if that's your weakness, that could be the game changer. It, yeah, it could be. But I th- I just had this eerie feeling that. We're going to go on the road with the dog mentality, and our defense is probably going to shut everybody up. We might not be like the best, but we will be probably 10 times better than we have been the last two weeks, and we'll get the job done. Now, a victory? I don't That's, know, but I think mm. we'll hang. We'll hang tough with them mm. to the end for sure. But I do want a victory, of course. Ryan had us hanging close as well. 27 to 20 was his score. Hi, Sarah, for watching. Thanks for joining us here on the YouTube channel. Uh, we just had Ryan from 585 
podcast join us uh, from the Buffalo Bills side of the house convinced me that, hey, mm-hmm. Washington has a chance. Yeah, uh, he, he <laughs> me too. Not very highly. Uh, and, and, you know, we ask that question a lot, right, of how other fans see Washington as a franchise. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, I'm happy to see this is, you know, this isn't the first time we've asked, but I'm happy to see it seems like everyone's like has us trending up. Yeah. So I, I know as That's a fan true. base, we feel that. And now, right. now also as a fan base of a, of a, of a tortured existence, <laughs> we're also a little cautious with our optimism. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's good to hear that other people also, you know, have, you know, have that kind of excitement about the team. So hey, Sarah, well, appreciate your comment, but his name is Ryan, not Brian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. His name is Ryan. Sometimes he goes by Brian. I heard him say it earlier. He said, sometimes I go also, by Brian. He also moonlights for the 525 podcast. <laughs> That's right. And he moonlights for the 525. Um, well, here, here's the thing about the way other teams look at us. I'm worried sometimes that people will come on here and they'll say nice things because they don't want to be viewed as like they're attacking us. It, right. Is that possible that they're saying it just because they want to be cordial and they don't want to be jerks coming on somebody well, else's so, show? So far, I feel like their response is genuine and real. Like, I think I, feel like it's, I felt I don't that. feel like it's yeah. scripted or anything. And I was going to say, to, to piggyback that, I'm, I'm really appreciative that they don't touch on the obvious things wrong with the organization and stuff like that. And it's all about football that they end up talking about. But Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that, cool. that's true. So we're worried about... Taylor Heineke's play, right? All of us are worried about well, we kind of got into it a little bit before Ryan came on. We were we were talking about Taylor Heineke. Is he the guy for the last four games with Washington? Or is he the guy who didn't have a job for a couple of years, was a backup in the XFL? Which is that who he's going to turn into? Here's the comparison. Let me just ask you guys this. Is he going to be Gus Ferrat, where he just comes out of nowhere? Oh. And has a great year, year and a half a with this team before mm-hmm. he smashes his head into the wall. Or <laughs> is he going to be? That down. Or is he going to be Kurt Warner, the guy who comes out of nowhere and you have no faith that he's going to do anything, gets his chance because of an injury early in the season, and is a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying Taylor's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I mean, is he going to be the guy who's going to carry your franchise for four or five years? What mm-hmm. do you guys think? At this point, what we know about Taylor Heineke, not enough. Yeah, but I, I think as a fan which of those base, two, I, I think as a fan uh, base, you'll be happy with mm-hmm. either, right? Yeah, I I Kurt so. Warner. I want uh, Kurt. You Warner. want Kurt Warner? Well, of course, you, you want, want Kurt Warner. Warner. You want that future Hall of Famer, right? But would but, you be okay with Gus Farrat, who the one year he was a Pro Bowler? I mean, he his stats weren't pro. What, what was our record that year? Do you remember? Um, we that year? I I think they were nine and seven, something like that. I mean, you can say that about it. Yeah, year and be pretty close. Yeah, we'll take. Let's take a Gus Farrat so we can just go ahead and find our franchise quarterback and get this bridging of I the think, gap think, over with. I think that's where some people are worried, right? Like if 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 Taylor does well enough, like does you know, and the team does you know, goes into the. Uh, the into a deep playoff run, 
do they draft a quarterback of the future or do they keep mm-hmm. rolling the dice with, with Heineke? And on, honestly, this is week three, guys. I don't think we need to talk about that right now because we need okay. to just roll the dice with Heineke this season. For sure. Let's see what he has. And I think at this point, the team you will be excited to have either Gus Farad or Kurt Warner at this point because uh, at this point we just need somebody who's back there slinging the ball and you know mm-hmm. playing the game and Taylor Heineke does that. I'm not a part of the hive. Okay, I'm not. I'm not really a, a hype man for Taylor. You say that every week, and I think that you are low key. Not even close. Not <laughs> even close. Kidding. I would draft I'm a quarterback kidding. right now, yeah, um, but. The but the fact of the matter is it he's has this chance, and this is mm-hmm. not a chance mm-hmm. that he's had in his career up to this point. True. So he's not had the game experience. So this isn't like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. This isn't like a Colt McCoy. This isn't like half the dozen other quarterbacks that Washington has trotted out for the last decade and a half, two decades, really. A lot of people. A lot of names since since they last won a Super Bowl three decades ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people have had chances over and over and over again. Taylor hasn't had those chances. Now he's been on teams and he's been cut, but this is his, this is really the first time you're seeing him in game time action. And they've Mm -hmm. showed the stat has been shown quite a bit here in the last few days. He's had more completions in his first three games than any other QB in NFL history. History. That's that's very true. And who's he played for? (laughs) <laughs> right so that's, he, that's impressive to it, be honest. it is, that's, it that's is. Kind of and impressive. honestly his yardage is actually i think top five as well yeah so that, he he's slinging impressive. the ball he's and and you do want to see him you know not just move the ball well you want to see the score kind of match that and yeah. i think that the offense is opening up with him behind center in a way that we didn't see last year and that was one of the big things we've talked about before and one of the things we were excited about at least you know fitzpatrick whether or not you loved him or hate him one of the things that was going to be exciting about him was he was going to throw the ball deep you're yep. going to see that with taylor heineke and i think that's something that will will you know, continue to see. And I think that's something we're going to have a chance. Hopefully, you know, that here's the thing that scares me this week against Buffalo is those defensive ends mm-hmm. are good. Yes, they, they are. are. They're good. So, are. I so like oh. they are, but I'm not talking about defense on defense. I'm talking about their defense <laughs> on our offensive line. Yeah, and Taylor's yeah, health is a concern. Josh coming in on our YouTube channel with Curtis Samuel coming back soon. It'll be a relief to this. Amen. Offense. I think so. It's another weapon. It'll another be another certified, weapon. Another certified weapon that you know what you're going to get. Deami Brown is a good weapon, but we really don't know what we're going to get with him yet. Um, we don't. We haven't played. Consistency has been like, a problem for Deami so far. Yeah, is, but he's a rookie. You expect exactly. That. So yeah, I'm not clowning or anything. I'm not hey, saying it, but Deami Brown can only go as far as Taylor Heineke can take him. That's the way it is true. with all receivers. Yeah. Just, if you look at those all 22 plays, I don't even think that's out yet. But if you get People are putting stuff online, and they'll show plays where Cam Sims is streaking wide open, yeah, I down know. deep. It's deep, but he's wide. Nobody within 15 yards. Yeah, of him. I actually have it up uh, right over you here to my left here. If you can pop that in there, so and, that'd be dope. And that's when Heineke dumped off to Gibson for, and Gibson got a first down. Great, super. Yeah, cool. but Cam Sims was wide open, and you okay, say, well, why is Cam Sims not doing anything? It's not Cam Sims. No. It's Taylor Heineke's ability to get him the ball, and it's the offensive line's ability to protect him long enough so that he can make that deep throw. All that stuff goes into it. 
And now that I'm sitting here thinking about what you said, Stoner, as you were saying it, I'm thinking that maybe he looked at Terry as often as he did just so he can be comfortable in his mm-hmm. first real NFL start. And then maybe now as time goes on, he'll start distributing and looking elsewhere to the, to give the ball to. But I think he was going to the, the people he knew sure. were going to be shooting right away. With, yeah. Adam, yeah, Adam Humphreys, Scary yeah. Terry, AG at the backfield, and J.D. McKissick. So maybe but, now we'll start to see him broaden his horizons with the offense. Yeah, and kind of like what I said last week when we – when we were talking about receivers and DBs, Terry McLaurin is open probably on every single play. And and there's a great example. Thanks for bringing that up there, right there. And you can see how wide open Cam Sims is. All he's got to do is loft it over the top and it's a walk-in. But here's, here's the thing, right? And this is one of the things that's discussed here on the side here is yes, he's wide open, but, he has to make it through his progressions. Right. This sure. the, the play design. This guy, Cam, might just be out here to try to drag these people off to get this. You got to think of where this marker is right here, too, right? So if the goal is to get the first down, and I don't see, I don't know if this is what play down and distance this is, but if the goal is to get the first down, mm-hmm. then they very well could be this. These two That's are your right. options, and this is this is just a route to try to get these two options open to get that first. First down. That's right. Um, but I, but again, this is where we're just fans. We're not. We're, right. You know, there there are some. There are way smarter people out there to break this down for sure for 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 us. Um, and I encourage you guys to watch. You know, Mark uh, Bullock on Twitter. He's got a. Uh, he's got his own. Um, uh, feed you can go subscribe to. He's excellent. Tay and Todd, uh, amazing breakdown uh, film breakdown as well. I encourage you to to follow those guys because the amazing, amazing film breakdown that they that they the, that they provide in a way that we three Yahoos cannot. That's um, right. I ain't no I, Yahoo. You're gonna stop calling me Yahoo. I'm, I'm gonna call, Yahoo. keep calling you Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. I might, if, do they still sell Yahoo? If they sell Yahoo, I'm gonna bring you, you a Yahoo the next game. Yahoo is it Yahoo? Yahoo is a drink. Yahoo is a website. Okay. Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, hey, I have a question go. for you guys right now. Yeah, man. So, who has to play better in order for us to win? The offense or the defense? Is is this a trick question? No, like oh. who's gonna have to like oh, who on yeah, like no, like not which, specifically, but like which it comes down which, to it, which, which group has to play yeah. better for the for the team to Yeah, win. like what can we allow can we allow the defense to slouch and have offense take over or vice versa or is it even I mean you have to score more points than the opponent to win. Oh damn, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, that, but you does, know what I mean. that does that, that does mean key? that your defense either needs to step up and hold them to less points, or your offense just needs to what it should did last week against the Giants to score more points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Does that an easy question? You guys get what I'm trying to say? I get yeah, what you're no, trying I get to what say, trying I, to say okay. but it seems like a trick question because I think it's obvious that the defensive line has to wreak havoc on Josh Allen, force him into throws that's going to make the defensive backs look good. Or is going to make a linebacker look good because he's thrown on the run or thrown across his body or thrown it while he's getting hit, whatever. You've got to put pressure on Josh Allen, and that's got to come from the defensive line. I think the stat, the stat is we all complain about the defense is not blitzing enough. They've had the third most blitzes in the entire league. They're number three <laughs> in blitzing in the entire they're NFL. Successful. But they're not get, right, yeah. they're not getting to the quarterback. How are they not getting to 
the quarterback with all of those guys blitzing and the talent that they have. If they can change that, then they can make impact plays and make the other guys look good, and then the offense just has to do what the offense can do. Which which I think the offense has shown that it can move the ball, and I think the defense has shown that they can make stops. Mm-hmm. What I think we need to see out of both is consistency. There we go. Yeah, for and sure. So I, I think, honestly, what it's going to come down to is the defense showing consistently that that mm-hmm. if it's going to try – if it's going to do the bend, not break – that it's got to it's got to stop bending to the point where they're in field goal range, uh, yeah. You know because those field goals those stack up. You know if you mm-hmm. allow fifteen points in field goals, your offense has to do work on the other side. So you they do need to uh, to do their part. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I want to go back to this comment right here. For okay. my next question, so Josh's uh, comment, back to, yeah, Josh comment about Curtis about with Samuel. Curtis Samuel coming back soon. Mm-hmm. So he ran on the sideline today at practice with a helmet mm-hmm. on. You know, um, I think I read a report he's actually eligible to come back before the Week Four game against Atlanta mm-hmm. after Week Three. Do we do it? And if we do do it, how much does he play? We don't. He he don't. He he's not he's not ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't do it. he's not ready to come back. When you come back. A week before you're supposed to, if you're out on the practice field, a week, and you're still just kind of doing things over on the side, what is he going to magically, after four months of not being right, just magically be right in a week? It's not going to happen. Yeah, you don't have Sorry. to bring him back right away. So, right. so you know, use that time as use as much time as possible because I, as much as I think that he's going to be a boost to the offense, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's worth going out of our way to get them there because i do yeah, think I that you have you I have agree too. you have wide receivers that are effective uh deami brown in situations is electric you have cam sims who we just showed was wide open and I, and, <laughs> and ron rivera says they got to use him a yep. lot more they so do. i do think that there's there there's more that these wide receivers are bringing uh, you know, we're going to see a lot more of JD McKissick. We're going to see a lot more of Logan Thomas. Uh, you guys yeah. loved him last last week. I'm, you know, I've Bruh, it's coming. Know, RSJ, you know, a move Ricky tight end. Steals Jones. Yep, he, I think he played two plays. Two plays. Game and on one offense. of them was a TD, and yeah. that's what's important. <laughs> that's yep. right. Um, so, I mean, I think that there's enough threats there for Taylor Heineke to be effective, and. Now it's just up to the defense. And, the, and so I'm agreeing with Stoner here towards your question. The defense is the part that needs to be consistent and st- needs to step up for this team to be the winner. I mean, and, and we heard that from, from our guest, Ryan, who said, you know, hey, the team, if the defense starts living up to that hype, this is a team that could make a p- potential run, as we've seen other people, you know, other teams make. Because as long as a quarterback play is effective enough, which I think Taylor Heineke can be be that. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I feel a little bit better about this team than I did even before game one. Yeah, I me feel too. better about them because mm-hmm. we know what they can do, what a lot of these guys can do, and they haven't done it yet. So once they start doing what they're capable of doing, mm-hmm. there's a chance to win more games. The schedule, it's weird how we look at the schedule. We were like, oh, Carolina, that's that's a win. 
Uh, New Ooh. Orleans, mm, that's a win. And no. and now all of a Falcons, sudden, like, mm, that's a win. Well, well, the Falcons, that's still a win. They're yeah. terrible. <laughs> but, you know, and then you still got the heavyweights. You still got Tampa, and you still got Ooh. Seattle, and you still got Green Bay, and you still got Buffalo this week. You, still got, you know, or Denver is another one of those where, like, well, that's a win, and that's not a win anymore, right? So there's a lot of that. The, the schedule is looking a little bit tougher. Josh, with another comment for everybody listening and watching, going to be a tough matchup between Terry McLaurin and Tredavious White. I agree. Uh, Terry McLaurin said in his, his post-practice conference that Tredavious White can run step for step with him, and he's always given him a lot of problems. So that's going to be interesting to watch. And to- Tony, with some some good logic here too, don't let the game come down to D Hop. Amen, because yeah. they they can't throw a flag every time. It's time yeah, to win the we're game. We're not going to get bailed out <laughs> by uh, by Lawrence uh, jumping over the line or not jumping over the line if you happen to be from uh, from New Jersey and a fan of the boys in blue. <laughs> yes, a little shade there towards those guys. Josh Allen is also a running threat. Is that going to be how much of a problem is that going to yeah. prove for for the team? We were weekend. actually saying that before you joined the same thing that Daniel Jones RPO killed us and they run Buffalo runs RPO. So <laughs> just a yeah, but, repeat for week three. But then maybe we design our defense to stop that this week. Yeah, we because do. there is a way to stop it. It's not they like they learned how to stop it last year. I'm right, just not exactly. sure why they have to relearn it this year. Well, it's not, it's probably not a learned thing. It's probably just, that's the plan going in. That's what they've, set up during the week that this is how we're going to defend it. And last week, maybe they just didn't see that they didn't think Daniel Jones was going to do it. But then what happens, you start defending the RPO and Josh Allen just drops back and just starts zinging it to digs all the time. So we were talking about, like Trevor said, we were talking about that before you came on. It's a chess match. Who's going to design the right style and then execute the right style of defense. Well, Ron, Ron, Ron and company lost the chess match week one. Are they going to win this week three against the bills? Well, we're going to talk about it folks. As we finish up wrapping up the game, you can see the whiteboard is being wiped off <laughs> that's because here in the cool down. It's dollar dollar. Hey, before we get to dollar dollar, can I, can we mention a couple of things like, um, yes, stoner, like, Sorry about the uh, Mystics getting knocked out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that was kind of sad. They they only had to win one of the last two, and they lost them both. Is that they right? Or did New they have yeah, they, they had two chances. They, they needed to win one of yeah. them. They lost both. It's just and they one of those the, years, Liberty, man. the Liberty both games. Yeah, I mean, I might as might as well go ahead and end it now rather than have get there and be embarrassed and be yeah. just a waste of a trip to the playoffs. So, did we'll you see, see the Tina year. Charles comments uh, after the season where she said something about? She was. No. She didn't say specifically, but she was hinting at the chemistry in the locker room. Not good. Oof. Yeah. So I don't know what's that. What that's about, but not. Do good. you think that might have something to do with the New fact coach. that they had a player who didn't come back? Or maybe that's maybe. the reason why the player didn't come. Yeah. Back? Maybe yeah. that's right. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Because Deladon has a. Part. Her back was destroyed, and she tried to come back. So maybe the yeah, that's a good observation there, Nathan. Yeah, I got a few of those every now and then. You do, you do. <laughs> and then, and then I think uh, we should we should talk about not talk about, but mention that the Caps Today's started the training camp today. Caps, yeah. We'll start go. training camp next week. Let's go! Right? I mean, next, yep. before you know it, we're going to be in the thick of it, where you've got Caps into the thick uh, of it. Wiz, 
and the football team playing all the time. Oh, I don't know what that song is, but I'm kind of digging it. Oh God, we'll talk after the show. All right, I just wanted to let's do it. As much as he has to educate our EP on things, we got to educate him as well. For the listeners, that's some funny stuff. Y'all missing out on that? I'm sorry, that's hilarious. All right, let's do it. All right, dollar dollar. Yep. Who's right. So, in one? case you're not familiar with our dollar dollar segment here on Ref the District, uh, we're not big gamblers, and so we don't actually no. gamble any money. What we do though is we do the dollar dollar segment, and so right. this is where we bet a dollar dollar on prop bets. Nothing very, nothing very serious, and some of these are just downright silly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> about the game coming up, and uh, you know we have a few of these, and of course we welcome our listeners to join in. So if you're listening to live comments or if you have a, a dollar dollar bet, you would like to bet the, the members of the team, go ahead and let us know uh, either in the comment section or at our Twitter at ref, the district. We'd love to love to hear it and, and uh, let you know whether or not we would take that bet. So let's start it off. Trevor. I'm going crazy. I'm not losing faith. I am not losing faith. Chase young has two sacks on Sunday. Mm. All right. Anyone want to go against that? I'll go. It's I'll coming, take that. It's, it's coming out party. You going? You taking it or against I'll, it? I'll, I'm, I'm taking the bet. I'm, t- I'm going to take the bet. Okay. I think he gets one and a half, maybe. So that means you're you're agreeing with me when you say taking the bet, right? No, I'm no. taking the bet. I'm saying that I'm going to. You, you bet, okay. you're betting I'm a dollar. You, my I'm, gambling I'm, terminology is. This is I, I just said that we we're not gamblers, so perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I'm going to take that bet. I don't think that he gets two. I think he has an impact on the game. Okay. And I think well, one is realistic. I think two, I think I don't think that they're gonna allow him to have two. I think that when the the offense will uh will, you know, when they um what the, the offense offensive line and the tight ends and the running backs, they love to double t- triple team chase. They're gonna let Montez sweat who only plays like 65% of the snaps anyways, they're going to let him eat. They're going to let Jonathan Allen eat. They don't mm-hmm. want to get beat by Chase Young, and so they'll double-triple team. So I only see him beating that once, maybe once and a half. I don't see him beating it twice. All right. He gets two sacks. Do you, do you want to do another one, Trev, or you want me to go? Yeah, I'll come back. i got to think of another one. Go okay. ahead. You, go. you ready? Yeah. I've got Deron Payne. Okay. His name doesn't get mentioned enough at all. Not enough. He's yeah. he's another quality. Yeah. Well, to be fair, a lot of people Sorry do think that Deron Payne is a better interior defensive lineman than Jonathan Allen and thought that nah, Jonathan that Allen point. was the one who needed to walk and Deron Payne was the one who needed oh. to get paid. Jonathan Whoa. Allen's earning that paycheck. He yeah, is whoever looking, said that. He's a monster. Delete your Twitter hey. thread on Twitter. <laughs> Listen, Deron Payne's a beast too. Let's not get exactly. Yeah, they're that's what we're saying. Beasts. They're all beasts. All right. They're all beasts. All right. So Deron Payne. Duran, oh that. shoot. Um, I wrote it down. All right, Deron Payne gets uh-huh. a forced fumble. He forces Ooh. a fumble. Anybody want to? I'm going to take it just because it's very specific and therefore I think unlikely to happen, right? Like I think <laughs> that the the odds are in my favor. I For think sure. this is where I end up going negative. You both, you both watched Washington absolutely ball out on defense. Yep. And I just, I just, I'd lose everything I'll, here. I'll go. I'll, I'm with you on that, Stoner. How do you feel right. that in, gam- in gambling terms? Um, I'm with you. Okay, I'm, just I'm, saying, with yeah, you. I'm with you. 
Yeah, you, 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 you abstain. You don't have to take – you're not taking that bet, though. I abstain. No, but he's he's on my side. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's abstaining from you. the bet. I'm, I'm abstaining from the bet, Stone. I'm not taking it. I'm abstaining the bet. Oh, I thought you said you yeah, were going with, with me. Oh, so I am. I, am I I'm betting a dollar then against both of you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dollar, dollar, right? Yeah, so that's not abstaining at all. All right. Okay. And I think I think we should have a an educational session. First, right, you'll Nathan. teach me about the yeah. uh, music you were singing, and then I'll <laughs> yeah, and then teach me about gambling. Yeah. All right. jo- Josh coming in with a comment one here. Antonio Gibson will get 100 yards rushing and one TD. Hmm. I'm going to count that as at least one touchdown. And mm. it doesn't necessarily specify rushing or passing. So we're just going to count that as one total touchdown, at least one total touchdown About and 100 yards rushing, rushing yards. I think this game he does it. I think this is the game that he does it. I think that uh, – with that defensive line being as as dominant as it is, unless Washington falls behind, mm-hmm. if they fall behind, that Scott Turner's going to be passing, 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 passing. But if they if they run early and run often, but then again, Antonio Gibson is electric. He might only need thirteen touches to get to ninety yards. So I think he did that in the game one, right? So it could be fifteen touches, one hundred yards, and then you never he never sees the ball again because they're they're passing one hundred percent of the time. So hey, Josh, I, I agree with Josh here. I, I I think that Antonio Gibson hits that numbers. Anyone of oh, you Jazz. taking the bet with Josh? I I appreciate you listening and tuning in, Josh. I'm going against you, dog. He ain't doing that. All he'll right. get he'll get seventy. And he'll score a touchdown, but he ain't getting a hundred. And EP. <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah, looks like our EP's taking taking that bet as well. How about you, Stone? Oh. Are you gonna take that bet? No, I'm not, because there is no way that anybody who has anything to do with the Washington football team offense is sitting back there saying, We want Taylor Heineke to throw the ball 48 times again. Why they not? do not want to do that. They do not Why want not? him dropping back. Against Why not? Defense. They have all the confidence in the world of them. They've all said it. They forty-eight times. They do how many not times? Want. He, how many times did he throw on on Sunday? I mean, on Thursday. That's what I'm saying. On forty, he it was forty-eight. He was thirty-four or forty-eight, or was he thirty-four or forty-six? Did Whatever. we win? Right, but you don't want to expose yeah. him like that. You want to. This is a much better defense. This is a much better defense to, and so you don't want to expose Aww. him. I agree. You want Antonio? I, I, they really need. They really need to to run the ball early and often. Yep. So no, I'm not taking that bet. I'm, I'm going to stick with the defense. I'm taking it. I'm going to stick with our defensive-minded set here that uh, Trevor and Stoner were on, and right. I am mm-hmm. going to say that okay. the Washington football defense will have at least one turnover. Mm, I'll, I'll, not... I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, I don't think anybody. No one's going to take me. How I've about... already said Deron Payne's getting a forced right. fumble. How about <laughs> so, I'll put the over under at one and a half. Would you guys fight on that? You love one? that one and a half, bro. Well, you do. That- so the one and a half is a betting thing. So that way you're forced Sam? to either say, is it going to be one or is it going to be two? Yeah, you have to. You can't because you can't get one and a half interceptions or fumbles. So you have to. No. Are you are, am I going to are you going to go? You can get oh, half sacks, like, though. You can, but I'm not I'm talking about sacks. I know you're not. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody want that? Okay. If I went with two. Oh. Two turnovers. <laughs> You guys going to take me on two turnovers? Yeah, is the team capable? Spicy. I'll take it. We'll no, take yeah. that one. I don't yeah, want. I don't want to touch that at all. Okay. Why are you scared? Yeah, I'm scared. All right, here's my next one. All right, Trev, Logan Thomas. Oh, you already I know, know Jazzy's taking it. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to. 
I'm going to I'm going to coattail Josh and say Logan Thomas has six catches and one of them is a touchdown. Six catches. Six plus. That. Six plus. I'm going to take that. I think he might have more than six. Um, but one of the players to watch for was was a linebacker who covers the field. So we might not see, you know, that might not work out for Logan Thomas. But I don't think he catches a touchdown this game. Damn. Logan Jesse, Thomas gets no love on this show, and I can't take it no more. Well, he gets love from me and you, that's for sure. We, we knew EP right. was EP was uh, taking that bet. That was Maybe that was a given. Jesse, what did Jesse asked, say? Yeah, Jesse I'm going with you. By Hopkins the way, missed field goals over under point uh-huh. five. That's point Jesse five? from Bleeding Burgundy podcast it. too. By the way, yeah, Bleeding Burgundy. Thank you for watching us, Jesse. Uh, Bleeding Burgundy. If you have not subscribed to their YouTube channel, please head out over there. They've got some great content that they provide yep. for for us as well. Uh, I'm going to take the over here. He misses at least one. Hey, I'm riding with Nathan on that one. He he, he misses for one? sure. He I, misses at least one. You know what? I have a dollar five. dollar for the rest of the season. I can't wait to say it. Misses. <laughs> So Trev and Nathan are both going over. Yeah, we're taking the over. I got yep. the under. You're gonna take. Yeah, the you under? love him. Yeah, you love the. Love, love him some D Hop. The team loves them some D Hop. No, the Robert team would have been a little uh, less loving D Hop if there wasn't a flag on that. Thank play. you. Oh sure. If yeah, if there's no flag, it's a totally different story. He's getting killed here. Je- Jesse's taking the over, by the way. Yeah, Je- Jesse's, Jesse's, taking over. Jesse's definitely taking the over. All right. Okay. So how many is that a piece that we have right now? Well, we got plenty. We got to get the scores right. now. Yeah, I was going to say, get, game predictions. Let's, get the let's do it. Here. I think uh, uh, Josh, Josh just let, hey, says, don't count out Ricky Seals. You never know. He might he might score another, another TD. Another unsung hero of, again. That was a thing of beauty. I'll tell you yeah, that. Oh, everything about that play was fantastic. It was a great throw. It was a great uh, – it was love Footwork, it. everything. Awesome. So my game prediction for Sunday at 1 Good. o'clock in Buffalo, New York, against the Buffalo Billions. It is. Washington scores 26. Okay. And the Bills score 24. All right. And the reason why is we're going to be down 24-23 and D-Hop's going to kick the game winning <laughs> and we're going to win. All right. I like that. He misses one in the game for sure, but he's going to make the one that counts. Okay. Yeah, that's that's if, the if one you're in the If you're in the chat, too, you can put your predictions yeah, in Yeah, absolutely. If you're, if, you're, if, you're, uh, if you're watching the show, we lo- always love to hear people's uh, score predictions. I'm taking Buffalo. Mm-hmm. God! 34 to 17. Ooh. Oh wow. my gosh. You're getting waxed, huh? Okay, so I so here's the thing. Oh. I think that I think that this is a game oh. where people are gonna we're gonna hear a lot of I told you so's. We're gonna oh. hear a lot of people oh. who are gonna try to trash the team, and then I think they bounce oh. back against Atlanta. But oh. uh, I think mm-hmm. I think that this game, people, you know, I think that there's that oh. potential. Ryan had me believing. Oh, I thought I was just like, man, this is a game where they can win, they can win. I think realistically, I think that uh, I think that right here. Look at that, Jesse's right thinking right there with me. Jesse's thirty four twenty Buffalo. 20. Yeah. So, AEP twenty nine twenty Washington. Yeah, I, I just I just think that this is a game that that's for Buffalo to take. It's in Buffalo. They're a great team. 
Yes, they have flaws. I think Washington's still trying to get their feet, you know, underneath them. 34-17, we hear a lot of Damn. I told you so's that this team wasn't what they're supposed to be. They bounce back against Atlanta, and then they make a, a game against, you know, uh, the Saints after that. So, so it's Atlanta, Saints, Chiefs? Yep. Is that the next three after yeah. this one? Okay. Yeah, you got to beat Atlanta. You got to beat the Saints. Yes. You got to no beat what Buffalo. Buffalo. You have to. You, you have to win all of your you games. You got to yes. win all but, of them. But but yes, though if if so you I'm lose if you lose against Buffalo, you have to win those two before the Chiefs because you can't afford to go into the uh, against the Chiefs uh, on a losing streak. Josh, all right, all right, go ahead, Stoner. Go ahead. Oh, let me put Josh's in there. Nope. Josh, Josh got Bills thirty-one twenty-four for the listeners out there. All right, 30, Bills. Dang. 31 WFT 24. Okay. I love that these everyone's agreeing kind of with my score so far. It's great. Jesse, Jesse says, I think a lot of people are going to realize that our defense is only great when we play bad QBs. That's what well, it was could, last we year. Could shock exactly, the world. We could shock exactly how the world. it was last year. Yep. We could shock the Who world. Who tore them up? Lamar, Kyler, uh, Stafford, all the all the big quarterbacks. All right. So here's my prediction. I'm going to go the Dallas uh, Washington football team 16. Damn. The Bills 19. I you love the Bills these 19, 19 16. That's his like go to score. That's this is I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I don't think, I think it's, it's going to be a low scoring game. I don't think it's going to be a low scoring game. So if I if I was thinking if it's going to be a low scoring game, then I'm going to go with my usual score of 1916. Because who knows what the score is going to be? That's just what I think. All right. Well, those are our scoring predictions. We appreciate all those who jumped in our our comment section. I can't wait till you pick us one time, Stoner. I can't wait. I picked last week. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You picked the Giants 1916. I'm going to look it up right now. No, that was the first game I had the Chargers 1916. No, uh, you had Giants. We'll, let, we'll let him look that up. So, again, we stream live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. here on our YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook accounts. We get to interact with you if you just jump on in our comment section, as you heard. If you're listening to us on one of our audio platforms, which is, of course, Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon, or wherever you might find your audio listening lovely podcast. Uh, we enjoy the interaction. We started a new feature, though. You're going to want to listen to us live because we're going to have trivia at the beginning of our shows, and then we'll have a monthly drawing. So if you answer the trivia correctly before we get to the game section, uh, then you'll be put in for a drawing. At the end, we'll just give away some of our, our merchandise. And as we continue to grow, we'd love to throw in some Washington gear. So we just love to have your support uh, here with the show. We love doing this. We love when we, we get do. to that interaction. And you're going to want to join us for the day after Reckoning. That's when you're going to be able to catch us next. And that's, of course, going to be the day after Washington plays. So it'll be Monday at 7. And that's where we're going to go over the game against the Bills. And, yes, actually, Trevor's going to remind me, actually, we're going to do – actually, you're going to see us a chance before that. We're going to actually stream during halftime on the Bills. So yep. during halftime, you can catch us streaming our halftime thoughts. We might be a – uh, a few drinks in. At hey, it's point. football season, baby. And then I, uh, I believe actually, I'm actually making an appearance on the DC Sports. Yes, you uh, are. No, DC tweet team. The DC, team yeah. the DC tweet team. So you can catch me there after the show uh, or after the the game. 
uh, giving my thoughts out there. So thanks to the DC tweet team for having us on, uh, support your Washington football team pods. Also, Trevor, what else did I forget? Oh, I'm just going to say, be on the lookout for some more after the whistle segments coming soon. Got some good guests lining up that way. So be on the lookout for that. If you have, don't know what that is, you can go to our YouTube page, check out after the whistle. It's our interview segment. We got Brittany Wagner from last chance you on there already. Like I said, some more guests coming soon with that. So be on the lookout for that. And we have one important personal <laughs> I got everybody message. raising hands. Yes. Right? One important personal message that we're putting out this show correctly, unless we put it out prior to me jumping on. Uh, I didn't I didn't say anything personal. personal. You haven't said uh-huh. it personal? That's your no. it's your personal message, Trevor. Yeah, that I know, I know it there. is. And I don't think I'm gonna push it out today. I might have to wait take wait until next okay, week. Okay, so we're gonna out. wait. We do have <laughs> we do we we love supporting ourselves because we're each uh, we're we're friends, and that's one of the things that makes our show so how fun many of us have them? That so, one I know. You. There that you go. One I know. Thank God. Right. Wait, I got one more. Oh, okay, okay, we got one I, more. I, I did want to push the on the day after reckoning that mm-hmm. all the people who were watching us today, Ryan mm-hmm. and, and of course EP was in here today and Kimbra and Jesse and Sarah mm-hmm. and who else? Josh and Tony mm-hmm. and Jesse again. Also all of you can join us on the day after reckoning, come on the show on video, video live, like live. And that's like going to be Monday. Yep, that's gonna be Monday at seven o'clock. Give your thoughts on the game live with us instead of just putting it in the chat. You can be right here live with us, yes, sir. All right, well, that's gonna do it for here on episode 35 of Rough the District. The bills are due. I'm Nathan, (laughs) he's the stoner, and that's Trevor. Until next time, be a fan. Hey, just be a fan. We love Washington, uh-huh, and we saw them die hard fans, yeah, we are. you know we keep it on 10, one, I talk about two, the one, two, three, let's go, and they gifted, we are Nathan and the Stoner, yeah, that's breath the District, oh, podcast. come on now and join us, you join it.